actually a very good title because it really does <laughs> it really does do what it says on the tin Matt oh good yeah because but not the tin the book because it's about how Westminster works yeah, it's but, about but, how we're yeah. yeah also it doesn't yeah but it doesn't actually no. work yeah it does how, how does it work well, this is why the book explains why that's why it's called that Good evening, Ben. How are you doing? Pretty well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. Normal. Yeah. I mean, you know, like in the moment that you asked me, yes, I'm fine. Good. Yeah. In the moment that you asked me, I'm not too bad as well. Yeah. Been for a nice long uh, bike ride tonight. Ooh. I did finished work and then did a few other things. Uh, well, well, the few other things was trying to sort out some car insurance. That's okay. Right. We don't need to know about that. Yeah. Well, it's pretty fucking difficult thing if you're me. Okay. It's not an easy procedure. You know, yeah, normal people just like right, I need some car insurance. Did a little, uh, loads of offers, but 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 baps, you know, sorted. Mm. For me, it's just like taking cap in hand, going right. Hey, we insure? No, not going to insure me. I was like on hold to a, a place for half an hour, and then they're like, oh no, no, <laughs> we're not. We're not insuring you. You're fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> I was recommended one from the training course I sent on my uh, big driving course. Um, anyone who's not listened to the and doesn't understand what this is about before, we yeah. have an episode where I explain all. Oh, I am done explaining myself to you. Yeah. Um, and and it, the other problem is I also had a policy cancelled once for mm. reasons that I'd made a mistake about uh, putting the incidents on my. You know, um, when I applied for it. Insurance fraud. I didn't lie. I didn't lie. It was a mistake. But they obviously assumed it was a, a lie. It was the first time I ever applied for an insurance policy uh, online rather than over the phone. So I, it, it was all up to me to find out, remember these incidents. <laughs> and I fucking forgot one, which was you just within a month of the five years. So that's a red flag as well. That stays on your record forever. Talking about car insurance, <laughs> it was a problem. It's been taking up a lot of fucking time to find someone to insure me, basically. Mm, great. So that Cycle, was uh, but the aggravating. Bike, bike ride was fun, was it? Yeah, for a scum tip, I got a bit aggravated, and that's what I've, that's what I do sometimes now. Just like right, yeah. I'm fucking feeling a bit pissed off, I'm just off. You know, whether it's a long walk or yeah, long long bike ride, just go. And I did about twenty four miles, like biking around the countryside here, uh, around Beverly, my hometown. East Yorkshire. I've been doing that also. We're going for a run or whatever. When I, when I would yeah. usually reach for a drink. A drink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it works. Just a it, more so. healthy cup. It sounds a bit mad to when I found myself in that little town. I'm just like, what the fuck are you even doing here? Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, it's pretty pretty nice, especially this time of year. Now you go and I found myself just out and stopped enjoying the sort of ambience because the, the sun was out. Lovely. Very pleasant evening, and just nice. listening to the nice quiet sounds. And what else would I have been doing myself? Just at home, getting annoying myself and getting agitated about things. Did you so it was just nice, like calming a, sort of thing. You know, an outside wank while you're out there, anywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Crafty outside wank somewhere. Biked past the uh, house in a local village where where my friends lived, where I lost my virginity. I just knocked on there. I was like, uh, just uh, mind if I 
Go got visit some, my virginity room. Got some fun. Very special moment. <laughs> yeah, no, not country wanking, just a little bit of, uh, <laughs> yeah. I find it very hard to fuck it. You know, you see those people in their serious cycling lycra and helmets. Yes. And they're going up these massive the hills. Like, yeah, the hills don't have to be that steep. Wow, just struggle. My legs are just like, whoa. Yeah. My legs are there for visual, you know, they're, they're, uh, my legs look quite strong, but when I try and use them, Mm. Christ, they're screaming pretty quickly. Good. It looked like it should be like sleek, you no know, cyclist legs, but no. No. What were we talking about? What's going on? I don't know. Podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Who are you? Um, what's what's uh, what are we doing here? What <laughs> what's it all about this week? Mm. No, is it going to come up with some more lyrical frushes? Political reform. Political reform. Generally, political reform. Yeah, but through the prism of a new book. Uh, how Westminster works. <laughs> uh, um, and why it doesn't. Okay, good. Yeah. Sna- snappy title. Hmm. Yeah, wh- how Westminster works and how it doesn't by our good friend Ian Dunt. Friend um, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not good friend, friend of the podcast. <laughs> What's that meant to me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> not a friend. A friend of the podcast. Not of me. Can you just remove the, the last few minutes? Uh, we start again. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, no, no. Let's start. Uh, great. Yeah, how Westminster works and why it doesn't. By Mr. Ian Dunt, bald man. That's not, right, really, I think it's not, it's not relevant, no. is it? Uh, uh, we think we need to just start the whole introduction of how what what is happening tonight. No, I can't cope with this. Why? It's my fault. It's my fault. Let's just Sorry fucking move on and talk about it. Oh my god! How Westminster works and why it doesn't. By Ian Dunt, friend of the podcast. He's appeared twice before and hopefully will appear again to talk about this book. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be annoyed by the outcome of any of this now. Yeah. Just as you know, how Westminster works and why it doesn't, and why by it Ian doesn't Dunt. by Ian Dunt. Yeah, now actually, very good title because it really does, <laughs> <laughs> it really does do what it says on the tin, Matt. Oh, good, yeah, because but not the tin, the because book, it's, because it's about how Westminster works, yeah. it's but, about but... how we're, yeah. Yeah. Also, it doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't actually no. work. Yeah, do it. How? Where, how does it work? And this is why the book explains why. That's why it's called that. And any any book with an ellipsis in, is it an ellipsis or ellipses? Who the fuck would still be listening? To I've this had now? Um, I've had a flying ant day in my shed the last few days. I think it was one day, but then they all got trapped inside the shed, and I felt like I got rid of them all today. There's one right over there casting a long shadow on the wall, little prick. Anyway, I swallowed an insect earlier. Fucking gross. Uh, yeah, nutritious meal. Westminster works and why it doesn't. 
Yes, it is an apt title because actually, being serious for a second, it's a really interesting uh, analysis of how the political system in the country works while also offering a pretty uh, convincing uh, analysis of, of, of the flaws of each element of the political system. So, and it's 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 not it's not it doesn't feel obviously you know we know that Ian is a, a liberal uh, left on a left wing perspective, but it, I don't think like I said I tweeted about it and somebody said oh I might buy that even though he's blah 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 whatever and it's like I don't think you you, you can read this I don't think this is a book that um, is shoving. Uh, necessarily a really narrower perspective down your throat. I think the, the point of the book mainly is that most politicians come into uh, politics to try and make the country a better place, but the system doesn't work and the system isn't conducive to that. And both the major, well, all the major political parties are stuck together in a system that discourages scrutiny. Uh, it discourages discourages specialist knowledge, and it rewards uh, generalism, uh, machismo, grandstanding, blagging, and sort of speed, getting things done sort of quickly rather than well. And I think I saw an interview with the author um, where he he said that his assumption for the reader is mainly that they would want uh, ideas to be challenged and there to be expertise involved in the policy making process. So that's that's his main point in the book, and it it can be read as a quite an objective and interesting uh, analysis of how the system works, where you can, you know, you know, I mean, the prerequisite is you have to have an interest in politics, otherwise why would you be reading the book? But you don't have to have, like, in-depth knowledge. It's um, quite educational in that sense for anyone who's not, I mean, uh, not well-versed in how all the institutions work. And yeah, then it, it, it explains the flaws in the system. And I don't think that it's... I think the, the interesting thing is that it's based on a lot of research with MPs and journalists uh, from all political persuasions, different political parties. So I think that a lot of people from different um, political persuasions would agree on the flaws in the system that he outlines. And it's later in the book where he offers his own ideas and recommendations. And obviously in dismantling some of these parts of the system, there's an element of persuasion there, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, it's not a polemic. It's not like a diatribe. It's. It's an interesting analysis, um, and I think people might get their assumptions wrong of 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 of, of what he, he suggests sometimes. Like for example, he's not recommending that we have a massive overhaul of the House of Lords to make it all elected chamber, and you know that's quite. It's got something more interesting things to say. So it's it's, it's um, yeah, it's quite a, it's a really interesting book. As you know, it be, it's accessible. Yeah, I think that's a, it is an interesting thing. Yeah, like from the from the outside on the surface level, surface level, you would say yeah, some of the things that he's 
he is recommending or yeah, his opinion on certain things is is either surprising or reinforces your view of him. <laughs> I guess, yeah, his like view on his analysis of like House of Lords and the way in which that works, he's yeah, he's quite pro that, isn't he? In his analysis, yeah, because he's trying to, he's, he's I think genuinely is trying to give a um, well thought out analysis of what works, yeah. you know, and and because especially cross party peers in the in the Lords uh, don't have this career pressure all the time, and and it's it's, it's more difficult for the executive and the, the machine of the political party to to influence these people it actually quite works quite well to scrutinize legislation the um the one one thing though on the other side though i guess is like proportional representation and that for me well that if you correct me if i'm wrong you know more about this stuff than i do um but that's always seems to me like something that comes from the left a bit more as a thing that they champion yeah but, but yeah, the reason that's... that he seems to the, the talks about championing it is not is not so labor would win also a left-leaning party would win it's more mm. about um, because it encourages collaboration across parties because you usually end up with coalitions and like promoting that um, atmosphere within Westminster would only be a good thing. Um, and yeah, it's quite, quite interesting. Yeah, that, that, no, it's, a, it's a good point because, uh, and this comes, at, I think the book comes at an interesting time and it's possibly why he's written it or why he was asked to write it. Don't know how he came to to write the book, but obviously we've had all sorts of stuff going on to test our system in recent years with Brexit and the and COVID. And I, I've always had quite well contradictory instincts sometimes, I guess, but quite conservative in a small C sense about um political reform of domestic institutions. Obviously, some of the things gone out the window when I supported Brexit originally, but we've gone over this before. <laughs> but um yeah, that was more. It wasn't so. That's not. A, wasn't a conservative act. Um, but the 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 electoral system is an interesting one because I've I've always sort of been a bit skeptical of that, um, and saw some strengths in the first past the post system. And I like the idea of uh, the prime minister getting chucked out of down the street, just like literally, just like get out, get out, you're done. It's kind of a like mini revolution every few years. Um, but some of the supposed strengths of the system have been have been exposed in, in in recent years, and his sort of argument is that it uh, increases political tribalism, reduces scrutiny, yeah. it corrupts the policy making process, which we've seen in in the sort of leveling up system, which ended up having funding put into uh, local areas. Um, and, and I think he describes in a book actually that would be marginal consistent uh, marginal constituencies. Sorry, constituencies. Marjorie who? Marginal constituencies, Matt. Oh. Uh, oh right, yes. Well, they're reaping the benefits of being marginal constituencies, so that you you, you know the more like the health service will perform better in those areas because people are trying to win votes. Mm. Okay, wait a minute. I've got a statistic here. There we go. <laughs> Living in a marginal constituency can literally save your life. The research has found that because English counties with more marginal constituencies are... Yeah. Uh, Spit it out! <laughs> Living in a marginal constituency can literally save your life, Matt. 
because the researchers found because English counties with more marginal constituencies have more hospitals, they have a lower death rate from heart attacks. Now, actually, that's pretty shocking, isn't it? It is shocking, yeah. begins in an interesting way because it uses the example of the privatization of the parole system um and funnily enough back then around 2012 i think 2013 2012 uh i was working for a social care charity and um i was working on a big bid for a parole service contract as it was being privatised. So I actually had to read a lot of the policy documents, transforming rehabilitation and learn about how the policy worked and learn, how, learn about uh, the, you know, the procurement process. And so, and that was uh, 2012. I wasn't that really into the politics as much as I have been in recent years. So it was quite a steep learning, learning process. And a lot of the stuff I was reading this kind of thing where you're like, yeah, I can see how this would work in theory. Um, but also just like it was kind of like, why why is this doing? I can start to see all the ways that it could go wrong. It's a very radical thing to just put out all the contracts to to you know want to charities, to security firms, to all sorts of private contractors. Um and it didn't go well, and there was I was spoke to people within the charity that I was working in at the time, who, who despite you know that we were going for it, just thought it was going to go horribly wrong. Um, and this was a charity that um, already was was working to, with um, repeat offenders and trying to reduce reoffending rates by. Um, addressing the the social needs of each individual case uh, whether they you would in, you would interview people and, and work with them to try and help with them housing issues employment uh the welfare and benefits they needed uh medical needs uh, mental health needs things like this to try and then refer them to different uh, addiction problems refer them to different uh, services to get help with these things because that's how you're going to stop them reoffending. Generally, you know, um, obviously that doesn't apply to everybody, but for, for, for a big, a large uh, proportion of people reoffending, if you're going to get them, um, you know, to change, to change their life and to stop this cycle of being in, in you know, committing crimes and being in prison, then it's usually they they do need they've got the complex needs basically. And that's similar to probation. So it was kind of like if, if the companies like this could come together to bring this uh, work to, to carry out these contracts, I could see how it was going to work. But actually, you know, they were really worried about companies like G4S and and all these and smaller firms and like that security firms trying to uh, bid for these contracts and having like flawed incentives. So. Well, it just ended up being a, a mess, basically. It's been reversed now um, because um, there was a system of like payment by results. Um, 
and it's just encouraging all the wrong behaviors. So there was the, the, the old system was kind of creaking. And what you have is a minister who's come in. So the, the, the reason he, he uses the example of probation is because it combines all these different workings of the system that are not working properly to have a policy that was obviously flawed, not scrutinized enough, and, and was a disaster. You've got a minister in Chris Grayling, Palin Grayling, who has who knows he has limited time and wants to just do something. Let's do do some big something that might make his career. And then it's the civil service not scrutinizing it enough. You know, it's the press not understanding it well enough to scrutinize it enough. It's every part of the system failing. So this policy just gets implemented when it's just it doesn't work. And it could have been seen to it could have been it should have been scrutinized further and and slowed down and then prevented because it was just a bad idea. Uh and the, but they just ploughed ahead with it. Do you remember this happening at all? No, no, I don't. Obviously, I've read yeah. the book, so uh, I know it was a really interesting case study. And I think what what is interesting about it is is it's 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 the the concept of it is quite attractive, and I can see why it's you know it's something yeah. which which had legs because it is that kind of like outcome focused incentivization and using like the power of the market to like come up with ingenious ideas to solve these like old problems um in, in you know um you can see why it could it, you know it, it went but um obviously it was yeah fundamentally flawed yeah it's just it's not linked you know it's not linked up so you know one of the important things for that people need yeah. to keep someone out of prison is a is a stable place to live it's a lazy, as I say, complex, complex needs. But there's no, there was no linked up policy making there. It was just, it was, it was like really radical thing that, yeah, it maybe could have worked in theory. What else? Got anything else to say about this? Well, it just goes through. It goes that, that it starts with that example of the probation service, but brings everything into the, every part of the system failing. Uh, but then, it's, yeah, as we discussed, the voting system. It discusses the role of MPs and how you know the basically the the, the system uh, basically aims to eradicate any independent judgment of MPs and keep them under control. And it goes to lots of different ways in which the whole thing is is fucked. Well, from the the parties controlling them and removing their independence to the legislative process, which is just uh, mystifying. And to all kind of parliamentary conventions that are, you know, like not written down. There's lots of like conventions and so-called rules. Uh, I know that's always been sort of a romantic thing. Oh, we just muddled together in the British way. But then when, you know, someone comes along to just doesn't give a fuck about conventions, mention their names, people who come along and do that, then you're in real trouble. That makes you think like we could get much worse people coming along and just thinking like, well, they're not actual rules. Right, uh, and and the, the the legislative process is so bizarre that and and complex and difficult. That it really discourages. Uh, it gives MPs no no real ability to be able to scrutinise the laws that are passing through, and they've also got their casework, the constituency work, which is distracting them from being able to how are they able to to do that and work with their uh, constituents in the local area, and also scrutinized legislation is is just it's just not really 
not really able to happen most of the time. And the casework is uh, increasing all the time, and they're usually dealing with problems caused by policy failure on a national level, and they have limited ability to do anything about it. The role of ministers, like we talked before, about the insane turnover of ministers, the civil service, and the press. Every part of the system analyzed, and he has his own recommendations about what to do there. Nice. Full disclosure, you know, he's been on the podcast a couple of times. He's a good guy. Um, and and pleased that he's, uh, he's doing so well there. But you know, as I said in the past, uh, don't I'm not a critic and don't go out of my way to review books that I don't like. So I read it and enjoyed the book. Uh, it's very informative. And uh, hopefully we'll get him on to uh, talk about it a bit more. In a way, and um, he can talk more about his own book. Yeah. The end. I think I've rubbed Vaseline into my eye. Yeah, you see troubling with your eye. What, what yeah. have you been doing with Vaseline? Uh, just a bit of Vaseline over there. On your desk? <laughs> you don't want to know what I've been doing with it. No, <laughs> we don't need to ask. <laughs> But somehow, it? some of it's made its way into my eye. I think it's like burning. Right. Is it burning? It's not burning. It's just there. I guess it's just never going to. Well, keep rubbing it. It's not going to help because yeah. it's just making it worse. With my Vaseline finger. Mm. Well, we, so should we? We need to pause there. Okay. So do you know, Matt, tonight I said that uh, I was out on a bike ride. Yes, and... you went out on a bike ride. Yeah, you did tell us about that at the top of the show. But yes, and um, I did stop in a village and got a little uh, drink. Another wank. Uh, and when I was there was a bit of a gathering in this pub. I think they were marking like the someone's death. And the reason I know that is because it was on their Facebook page. I was checking if they said food. Okay. Anyway. It's a work. Um, it work. As I was coming out, um, a, a woman stopped me and said, oh, did you go to uh, Sixth Farm? Beverly, Beverly Grandma's Sixth Farm, high school Sixth Farm. I said, oh, yeah. And she said, oh, no, she said, uh, oh, no, she said, uh, I said, did you go there? And I was like, yeah. Oh, you're Ben Kelly. And she was like, oh, uh, shouldn't have said her name. Name. <laughs> bleep, bleep, I'll bleep it. Yeah. And I kind of just, and then she just, her facial expression changed to one of just like, she had like a furrowed brow, just like her reacting to me like I hadn't reacted in the way she'd expected or wanted. Uh-oh. Um, and I just thought that was kind of weird, and I just like walked off. And I think, realised afterwards what it was, it was kind of like, she was just like, oh, and I was just kind of like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if she was kind of expecting me to be like, oh, 
It's you. Did you oh, know? I remember. Did you know? Did you know? Her? Did you recognise yeah, her? Yeah, 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 yeah. When she said I, her I, name. I did. did you? Did you know yes. who she was? Yes, I did. She looked a lot different. To... You just stared at her, like, yeah. No, I didn't know. She was very quite a quick reaction. It was just like she, oh Ben Kelly, and I was just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Right. Did you say yeah? No, I was. I said yes. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, as in, yes, I remember you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really follow that up with, you know, caring. <laughs> yeah. So, but I don't, it was, my name is Pablo. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. that's kind yes, of, yes, it's it kind, is. of <laughs> kind of what it was. And I didn't, I didn't, so long. Sound, <laughs> there was a bit like that. I wasn't trying to be nasty or anything. This is your name. This is my name. Good. It Bye-bye. was exactly, exactly like that. Yes, that's my name. And then she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, me. It's thinging from then. I was like, yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> what? I, I, and I, there was a like scowl or anything, but it's kind of just like I think she was kind of like, oh, expecting, like, oh yeah, yeah, or yeah, interested. Conversation like normal humans, yeah. So I mean, I, I, I would have done something very similar. Is, yeah. it, is it just me? I'm in the wrong. I didn't. I didn't. As again, I wasn't being hostile or anything. It was just kind of like, okay then, you know. Had uh, anything like, happened between you and this other person? No, 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 no. no. Very little interaction. I don't think she completed her A-levels, actually, as far as I remember. I don't think. Um, very, yeah. I mean, do you know what? I've got one memory of her. And the memory of her is walking into English uh, literature A-level uh, one of the first times when you're seeing who's in your class for the first time. Um, and she said, uh, said something like... Um, I used to fancy Ben Kelly when I met him uh, until I heard him talk. <laughs> well, you overheard her saying that. No, no, she said that to the entire class. That's not over here. Oh, all right. She just said that, including the teacher said that. Uh, that's it, I remember I have it. Then she looked very, very different. She was a lot thinner and mm. obviously older, but I'm not saying she looked you know, bad for age or anything like that, but just looked, you know, how some people look more different yeah. to others when they're aged. And you know, and yeah, it just wasn't it wasn't like a significant thing. It was just kind of like, oh, okay. I don't know what, what you expected me to say. I was neat. I was not displeased to see or pleased to see. I was just extremely indifferent. You did uh, you did highlight a truth there. Some people do look more different from their younger selves than other people. Yeah, yeah, big time. She weird, isn't very... it? It's weird when you see somebody who you went to, yeah, like yeah, sixth form, like even like eighteen kind of age. And you're like, wow, you look your face is different. Yeah, so face not... is different. Yeah, it wasn't a hairstyle thing or a hair thing. Yeah, it was not just the people you see, and they're like, "Oh, you just look the same." Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> that must be one of those. But when I did, I think before I said her name, her name came to my head, but like quicker in, than I could almost consciously yeah, so think. So you were it. like confirming that your brain was saying the same thing as she was. Com- yeah, was that's what I think it was. Out, I was just kind of like, mouth, yeah. Yeah, so I can I was kind of just like, oh. Yes, that's it. Yep, you're correct. That I'm, is your name. <laughs> yeah, I walk around in my own world as well, and I wasn't expecting to see someone I know. And it's, I mean, it's not far from where I, the town I live in, so not that surprising, but I just wasn't expecting it. So I was just kind of like, I didn't know what she wanted from me. And I, I guess I found that human interaction difficult. But then I'm not also not, I'm not like phony or over the top. And so for me to go, oh, yeah, well. I remember that time that you were in my life for a few uh, fucking months or something. I can't remember. You know, it wasn't significant to me. But yeah, I think it was kind of just like, oh, yeah. And then before I had really moments of process further, she was just kind of, it, it was a str- I think you thinking I'm being strange. I think her reaction was strange because it was quite quick to get to the just looking bemused and just slightly perturbed. 
hmm. by my reaction. Maybe she remembered I... what you sounded like in that. <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh, well, no, no, good. Yeah. Maybe she saw no. you and thought, oh, he's quite fit. I think my I voice think I used was to a, people him. used to say my and voice then when was she, she heard you talk and she was like, Oh no, that's how he talks. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I remember so. now. I used to fancy him until I heard him talk. That's right. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe that's why. Yes. Anyway, that was that was that. Mm. That was my human interaction with it. That was literally the other really? only human being I've interacted with today before you. Really? No, that's not true, actually. Watched any shit recently? Recommendations? Have you? Um, uh, well, I think you would like this. Um, have you seen Poker Face? It's on. No, it's on now, now TV. I think you would like this. And I, it's you know, like some you know, you, we have this warped world now. It's like that question of like what's mainstream or not. But like my yeah. phone has been telling me this program has been awesome <laughs> for months. It's been on in America for a while, and obviously I've like seen it's figured out that this is just up my alley and then now it's on now tv and it's it's very, it's very good i've watched a few, few episodes um it's like a mod what, what people describe it as like a modern day colombo right yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got it's got natasha leone in it who's like you'll have seen her and stuff she's it she was in oranges yeah, and black, oranges yeah, and each episode is like a standalone thing, and it's like there's some sort, there's a murder, and then it's her figuring out what how the murder happened. Um, and she's got like this thing where she can. I mean, it sounds kind of crap on the surface, but it's done well. It's 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 just fun. Um, but she's got this like thing where she can tell when somebody's lying. Like right. somebody says something and it's a lie. She's like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit. She points. She's like bullshit. Okay. Which sounds crap, but it is <laughs> it's quite interesting. <laughs> but actually, I'm sure there was like part Carl Pilkington did like a thing once where he said if he had a superpower, it would be to be able to spot when people are bullshitting and he would be Captain Bullshit and smashing through a window and be like bullshit. And that's basically what she's got. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. What's it called again? Poker face. Right. Good fun. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. It's... Have you got anything? No. No? Still not okay. drinking. Still not drinking. I haven't gone insane yet. Well, yeah. I guess the difficult part is you said you went to a festival. We were speaking and you said you went to a festival. Yeah. Not drinking. That's so I guess strange, yeah. You just have to get used to it because... I mean, there's probably going to be some things that you won't want to do anymore because, uh, I mean, you, like, I'm going to think about things that you do, not, well, things that some people do where actually if you were to stop drinking, you might realise that your interest in that thing was just the drinking. Yeah, <laughs> like say, some, there are some unsettling aspects like that and it's like, oh, that person. Do I like that person mm, anymore? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh yeah. Do I even like this Ben guy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but the, yeah, yeah. No, it's um, I mean, what's what I've found a bit uh, like confusing at the moment is I've basically committed to doing it for a couple of months. And yeah. at the end of those two months, I haven't quite decided what I'm doing yet, but I think I need to decide what I'm doing because otherwise yeah. 
if I kind of sleepwalk beyond that point and then at some point have a drink, I think I would feel like I've failed in some way. So yeah. I think I want to make some... You need to make a decision. I yourself. need to decide what exactly I'm going to do because then I can judge myself accordingly <laughs> when in, yeah. how, in how I act. Um, it's, it's a bit of like a precarious thing, really. Um, so I think what I am, go- I think I am going to drink again. Like after those two months, I'm going to say like drink occasionally, basically. Okay. Yeah. Well, I respect that. Um, made the same decision myself to try and manage it. I mean, I always think myself that I would just get addicted to something else. I just try and discipline yourself better. But um, uh, chocolate. I've been eating a lot of chocolate. Well, chocolate's not so bad, is it? You know, but yeah, I it's eat more dark chocolate. chocolate. It's healthy. It's good for you. Um, what's what do you want to trail? Quick, quick trailing. We've got some guests coming up, haven't we? Not right now, in the future. Right now, yeah. Okay. Me, you want me to trail yes, it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna get in on, um, and maybe a couple of other people, I guess. Do you want to even say it, or do you want to not bother? Yeah, so hopefully we'll get the author on soon. We've already yep, trailed yep. this, but you know, we've mm-hmm. already we have I have talked to him about it. And we'd like to get him on to talk about a book again, just like yep. he did his last one. And uh, we want to talk about uh refugee and uh, asylum policy as well. With uh, somebody with expertise in that. So that's that's probably the next episode after this. Nice. And why what what's this person's name? Lou Calvi. Luke Alvin, yeah. Nice. That's great. Brilliant. Oh, I'm looking forward to that because that is an absolutely horrendous shit show, isn't it? Um, yeah, which is why we're going. That's what, what, yeah, both quite annoyed about the whole fucking debacle. And actually, that's uh, another interesting area of policy failure, isn't it? Um, asylum number, asylum number, they're just not being processed and being in, left in these terrible conditions. And, you know, all the people dealing with this situation is not people with expertise and there's high tenor of st- turnover of staff in these areas. Hey, hey, don't use up all the content. That's what we're going to talk to Lou about. Well, it just relates to what we've been talking about, this failings of the system. Mm, yeah, you know, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It all links together. I'm sure Ian has used that example himself in an interview. That's what I'm saying. So, yes, next up is Asylum and Refugee Policy with Lou Calvi. Good night. Good night.